it's up to you and me to shine a guiding light and lead the way. United by our cause, we have the power to pursue what we believe. We'll achieve the realization of our dreams. Hello and welcome to this episode of New Horizons. I'm Vaughan Benison. Thanks for your company. This week we discuss the Executive Leadership Programme. We've discussed this a couple of times on the programme. This week we're joined by Jolene Scott, who's the Project Assistant for the programme, and Sally Orish, CEO of Blind Citizens Australia. Welcome to the program. Thanks for joining us. Jolene, we'll start with you. The Executive Leadership Program, this will be the second year that it's uh, been run after a very successful year last year. Explain your part in the program. Um, Yes, so I've had uh, the wonderful opportunity to come in on the program and support it um, administratively. Uh, So I have been looking after getting the program um, back on track again, talking to uh, facilitators, um, coaches, getting the application process all sorted out. And then as the uh, course continues over this year and into next year, I will also be in touch on a regular basis in regards to um, readings and things like that. Uh, to support everyone from that administration perspective. Sally, as CEO of Blind Citizens Australia and a past participant of the program, tell us about the program and where it came from. So the program was developed because we saw a real need within Blind Citizens Australia to make sure we were really strongly across succession planning for the organisation. So making sure that we had a lot of uh, potential leaders in the future to take on the variety of roles that are available within the organisation. And so we're really excited to be able to run it again and also broaden the the reach for the program. We're opening it up much wider uh, and trying to target a a broader group of people who are blind or vision impaired uh, who might be interested in leadership roles more broadly in uh, blindness and low vision organisations across the disability sector or in the community more generally. Jolene, the program opened on Monday the 25th of July. What is it that um, people need to do to express interest in the program? And what are the prerequisites, I guess, for, for people? What what do people need to think about their level of experience, etc.? In regards to who can apply, uh, we're welcoming applications from new or long-term members of BCA. So uh, people are welcome to sign up as members and then put an application in. Um, And so we need to see that they have demonstrated leadership experience, whether that be paid or voluntary, uh, and are blind or vision impaired. So the way that um, people can find out more information about the program and um, are able to put an application in is to go to the the website which is www.bca.org.au forward slash ELP forward slash. Now when you come to that page um, you'll find some information and a a great video from one of our uh, past um, graduates as well which gives you some more information and then if you go down to the bottom of that page there will be a link to say Um, how to apply. That will take you to um, another page which uh, will give you the application form there. So it is an online application process and those applications must be received via that um, jot form application form no later than 11.59pm Australian Eastern Standard Time on Wednesday the 17th of August. Tell us about the program and what people will learn as a part of it and how, how it'll be run. 
Yes, yeah, so the program will be run uh, completely online. There, the program includes self-reflection tasks, individual coaching, training sessions on governance and operational leadership ranging from Blind Citizens Australia's history and culture to leadership uh, to strategic planning and advocacy skills. Um, there will be an opportunity to observe a Blind Citizens Australia or a partner organisation's board meeting. There'll be guest speakers involved. So there will be from a, uh, on a monthly basis, we will have workshops that happen on Friday mornings for two and a half hours. Um, that will involve uh, a couple of facilitators. There will be some great discussion that happens amongst the group as well. And there's a lot of opportunity for uh, that kind of peer support in the space as well on people's leadership journeys. Leadership is really important. And Sally, you've uh, been with Blind Citizens Australia for some years now and uh, most recently as CEO. How do you feel the executive leadership program that you participated in last year has helped with your leadership journey? I think one of my uh, favourite parts about the executive leadership program was that it enabled me to connect with other like-minded people and really share and, and learn and benefit from their experiences and knowledge as well as share my own. And through that, I've been able to create a really strong network of uh, friends and, and colleagues and people that I can turn to and discuss different matters with and consider different approaches and also uh, play that, that role for them in their leadership careers as well. What do you think uh, was the most confronting part or perhaps the hardest part for you uh, in going through the program? I think perhaps the hardest part for me in going through the program was uh, really in the initial stages and, and just being being confident and believing in myself and my strengths and the experiences that I did have and being confident enough to share my perspective in some of the group discussions. However, uh, the good thing was that they were incredibly well facilitated and that participants were absolutely wonderful. And I think as soon as we all opened up on that first discussion and, and started talking, it, it just flowed really smoothly from, from there on in and it was a fantastic experience. Jolene, you talked about some of the activities that will be undertaken um, in particular uh visiting or I guess observing a BCA board meeting or one of the board meetings of a partner organisation. What are some of the other things that will be discussed as part of the program? Uh, so we have, I, I can uh, even go through the, um, the names of our workshops to give you that idea uh, more specifically. So we'll have an intro to coaching workshop. There'll be an intro to leadership. There'll be a week where we look at leadership journeys of other uh, leaders. We've got an intro to strategic planning, intro to people management, intro to communication, and intro to advocacy, finally. Um, and then we do get to finish off with a, a wonderful graduation uh, session, which last year was a, a particularly moving and special session. So that's what we've got ahead. That's really exciting. Who's going to be assisting with facilitation and uh, bringing the program to fruition? 
so we have our main facilitator is um, a wonderful lady named Kate Larson. Uh, she has an incredible amount of experience in the arts and cultural space and last year was such a valuable and uh, vital part of the program. So she is back with us again this year, which will be wonderful. Um, Sally herself will also be supporting um, three of those workshops and co-facilitating that with Kate. We also have Linda Agnew, who is a, a past graduate and a professor uh, at the University of New England, I believe that it is. Um, we have a couple of other people in, in the works, but we are yet to confirm with them as that will be happening uh, next year. So we, we're just yet to finalise a couple more people who will be joining us as well. We also um, have Robin Gale, who has been involved with uh, BCA over um, many years and has been a, a previous CEO of BCA as well. Uh, so she will be also joining us for one of the sessions as a co-facilitator. And this is presumably going to go across the, uh, I guess, the end of this year and uh, through into the early part of next year. What's the commitment that you're asking for participants? Yeah, so we're, we're looking at somewhere between six to 10 hours per month. So there's going to be that two and a half hour commitment once a month on a Friday morning where the workshops will, they'll come together in that workshop session. But then there will also be some, some pre-reading, some post-reading. We have um, some, there'll be meeting times to meet with the coaches that the participants are paired up with. That will happen four times throughout the course. There'll also be time needed to be put aside to attend that board meeting that we've already um, talked about and then um, filling out reports and things like that. So about six to 10 hours per month, depending on, um, I guess, how, how people work, but then also just, I guess, the, the level of commitment that people really want to give. And I think one thing that Sally um, has shared with me before is that when, you know, really putting into the course is, is an indication of what you can then get out of the course as well. Uh, we did receive and we'll be providing again a graduation certificate to everyone at the end of the course. Uh, it doesn't actually involve any assessments or, or anything like that because everyone comes to this course with a different lot of skills and experiences and areas for growth and learning. And between all of us, um, some of us might have more skills and learnings to share in other in some areas and more that we need to learn in others. Uh, but together, it makes a really nice cohesive group with plenty of opportunities to learn and also to share. And how many people are we talking about here? How many participants are you looking for? Uh, so we are looking for between six and ten participants. So we, we would love to have... Um, uh, you know, the 10 participants, I think that would be a really wonderful dynamic. Um, but that's that's what we're looking for uh, for this next uh, program. And how will the participants be assessed, assuming that uh, you get more applications than uh, the number of people that you're looking for? There will be a selection process. Um, there will be a panel that goes through each of the applications. They will be assent assessed against um, the, the following criteria. It's uh, previous leadership experience, existing leadership skills and attributes, demonstrated commitment to and interest in the blind and vision impaired community, visionary and 
strategic thinking and willingness to share skills and knowledge. So as the panel go through that different criteria, they'll look at the, uh, the answers to the questions in the application and they'll mark them against them. And then we'll have the, the top 10 out of those applications will then get to join us for this next course. That sounds like a really exciting opportunity. Is there a fee for the course this time around? There is a fee. The program fee is $1,000. Uh, so there will be a, a deposit due in September and then a, a final payment due later in the course. Costs may be covered by individuals or sponsoring organisations, um, but there will also be scholarships available. Uh, so any um, request for financial assistance will be able to be no noted in their application uh, and then uh, the panel will be able to look at that request as well. Now that will be a process that is separate to uh, the criteria for people to be a part of the process. That will be a, a, a separate process so that um, we are transparent in that area. Um, but yes, that will be on offer as well for applicants. Sally, what's the expectation of participants in terms of demonstrating leadership and work with Blind Citizens Australia in the future? Is it, uh, I guess, mandatory for people to continue their involvement with the organisation? We certainly welcome and encourage people to do that. However, it's it's not mandatory. You know, we'll provide plenty of opportunities and if people are interested in them, then we'll encourage and, and support them to take those opportunities on. However, if people are interested in participating in this course because they believe it will help them develop the leadership skills that they need to take on a role in another organisation or the community more generally, then we completely support that approach as well because we know that that uh, wherever we see more leaders who are blind or vision impaired, uh, that's going to benefit all of us in, in so many ways. So mm. We're very supportive of that as well. Absolutely. Just remind us again before we finish up where people can find out more information and uh, potentially submit an application. So you'll find that at www.bca.org.au forward slash ELP forward slash you've got a little under three weeks to get your applications in. On the podcast feed in the coming days will be a podcast commemorating the life of Ivan Malloy. Some of you may remember that in 2016 I interviewed Ivan Malloy, who was the convener of the Overseas Cultural Branch of Blind Citizens Australia. Ivan died a little over a week ago and uh, we will be republishing that interview and also some comments made by David Blythe, longtime Blind Citizens Australia member and former president. If you'd like to get in touch with Blind Citizens Australia, you can call 1800 033 660, 1800 033 660, or you can email bca at bca.org.au. That's bca at bca.org.au. I'm Vaughan Benison. Take care. I'll talk to you again next week. We'll achieve the realisation of a dream. Of our dream.